Welcome, everyone, to another week of Ramban Ala Parsha. This week we have the schus of reading Nitzavim and Vayelach, even though they're both very tiny parshios. I feel like we need this week to place ourselves in the, in the parshios because it's not clear exactly what the narrative. Kitavo ends with the brachos and klalos, essentially the klalos, and Nitzavim starts with kind of a postscript. Right? There's a lot of anger in Pasha Nitzavim and a lot of support. Right? If you don't do this, HaKadosh Baruch going to be furious with you. If you do, HaKadosh Baruch is going to love you. And th- that's kind of Nitzavim. Then you get to really good, Ki mitzvah Zot HaShanachim Yitzavcha Yom Lo Nifleitim Imcha, right? That's very, very encouraging stuff. Re'ei Natati Lefanecha Hayom Et HaChayim HaTov Right, it's it, it's very encouraging. There's also some scary stuff, and then you come to Vayelech. Vayelech is the beginning of Moshe's long goodbye. All of Devarim, to some extent, is the beginning is is Moshe's long goodbye. But particularly in Vayelech, he's saying goodbye. Particularly in Vayelech, God is telling him about the Shirat Hazinu, and it's strange. But I want to start at the end because I think. You know, when you ask yourself, when you're reading Nitzavim, I think when the Ramban asks himself when he's reading Nitzavim, where does the anger come from? Right? Why is HaKadosh Baruch Hu so angry at us during the angry portions? And I think the Ramban answers that only in the middle of Vayelech. It's Pasuk, it's Perik Lamed Aleph, Pasuk Chaf Aleph. V'haya ki timtsena oto ra'ot rabot vitzarot. When you have all kinds of problems, What's our yetzer that God knows? What is it that makes God so angry at us because of how we are? So the Ramban, in a very important Ramban, there says on Pasuk Chav Aleph, Ki Kitaam. Ki ata yadati ki yirei elokim ata. Right? The exact same thing says the Ramban as the end of uh, the Akedah when the Malach cries out, ata yadati ki yirei elokim ata. What does that mean? Shehi hayidiyah befoal. Of course, Avramovinu was the yirei elokim before the Akedah. But in that moment, it went from the potential to the actual. Ki hayidiyah be'atid yidiyah bekoach. If I think something's going to happen in the future, I have a potential knowledge. Now, why is this so? V'imlo chatu Yisrael ba'midbar, v'lo noda Yisrael befohal. Had the Jews not sinned in the midbar, and here I think really the Ramban is referring to Chet HaEgel. They sinned not just in the midbar, at Har Sinai. Then, lo haya hagun she'ya'id bohem shira, lomar galui lefanav she'techatu. Had that not happened, it would be inappropriate for God to say, I know that in the future, it's as if God is forcing us, I know in the future you're going to sin. Then God could have just said, okay, if you do, if you keep my Torah, you'll be rewarded. If you violate my Torah, you'll be punished. But now that God knows for a fact 
that we have a Yetzirah and that we deviate from the Torah, Yagid lahem kol ha-karot otam, kinyan shenemar midati ki kash, kinyan shenemar midati ki kashata vigid barzel afarcho mitzchacha nechusha vagid lacha meyaz b'terem tavo hishmaticha. Okay, God is saying, I know you're going to sin and this is what's going to happen to you. So in a way, I think a lot of the parsha is framed by this Yidiyah. God has seen, it's unfortunate, but he's seen that we sin. As a result, it's not that God is worried that in the future we're going to sin. Unfortunately, God knows that in the future we're going to sin. And so I think it comes off more angry than we would have thought it would, but it's because HaKadosh Baruch is not starting from zero. He carries with him, right? We have this idea that every sin we ever do, we're all so punished for Chet HaEgel. And I, the feeling you get in Nitzav and Vayelach is that, you know, during the angry parts at least, that God is angry. And he's not angry because in potential we're going to sin. He's angry because we sinned already. We sinned at Har Sinai where, you know, everything was great. And therefore, our Kaddish Baruch who knows that we're going to sin in the future. Okay, that I think sort of explains a lot of the tone of Nitzavim Vayelech. Now let's go back to the beginning of Nitzavim, where again, in the, postri- the postscript to Kitavo, there, there, there sounds like it's a continuation of the Torah of the in some way. And God is, you know, is going to give us the Torah, and if we don't accept it, so says the Pasuk in Chavtet Yudchet, Vehaya bishamoat ivreha Allah hazot, vihit barech bil vavo lemo shalom yihiali ki bishrirut libi elech. Wait, and if it happens that you're going to listen to all these alot, and you're going to say to yourself, well, I don't have to listen to that, I'm going to be fine, ki bishrirut libi elech. We'll come back to the word shrirut in a second. Leman sufot haravat hatsimea. Right? So that the hungry or the thirsty takes over, he who is satiated. And then the Torah says, Lo Hashem God's not going to forgive you. Ki az Hashem, he's going to be angry at you. Hashem All very bad. What's so terrible? What exactly is going on when a person says, oh, I know you're saying that, but it doesn't apply to me. What's going on? So says the Ramban, again, it's the beginning, it's relatively early in Yitzavim, Pasuk Yudchet. When this person hears God cursing others, he'll say in his own heart, Shalom Yeli, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to live in peace. Mikalele, Kasher Elech Bitavatlibi. I'm going to follow my Yetzahara and I'm still going to be fine. Vahashem says the Pasuk, Lo Yislachlo, Aval Yeeshan Alav Apo, Az Kishiyachta Lidor Oludorot. God will be angry at this person and will show him his angry when he sins in that generation or a future generation. Okay? That's a simple shot in the Pasuk. But it dawns on all of us, why would a person think that? Right? If HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells me, if I sin, I'm going to be punished, why would I think to myself, no, 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 God says so, but I'm going to be fine. 
So the Ramban has another pshat, which I think is very compelling. Oh, yihiyetam ki lemor yihiyeli shalom why ba'avur she'eneni mekabel alai hashvua. No, the person is standing there and all of Klal Yisrael is nodding and accepting the curses of God and saying, yes, I'm going to keep the Torah. But this wise guy is not saying, yes, I'm going to keep the Torah. He's being quiet. And he's thinking to himself, well, if I don't accept the Allah and the Shvua, then it would be unfair for God to punish me. Ki kol yomai I don't want the upside. Therefore, I'm not going to get the downside. I'm not in, interested in tzchar onesh. That's for other people. Lo Hashem ba'avur alato lislachlo. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. God is not going to let him get away with it. God is not going to say, okay, you don't accept the Torah, you can be fine. Aval ye'eshan alav apo kevon sheba bibrito lifne am kol Yisrael. Two things. Says the Ramban. No. He's standing there. You know, I often think to myself, in America, right, if you're a, to become a citizen, you stand with all these people and you take the, the Pledge of Allegiance and you raise your hand and you, you swear allegiance to the United States. So some guy will say later on, oh, I didn't raise my hand. I was there. It's true. There were a few hundred people taking the Shvua together, but I didn't raise my hand. Says the Kaddish broken. No, it doesn't work that way. Just like, you know, in civil law, you're going to be punished, whether you claim you didn't accept Allah or says the Ramban, you're there with everybody. The understanding is that you accept it. But I think the Ramban means something more than that. I think he means if you're part of Klal Yisrael, you're born with obligations. Just like future generations can't say, I wasn't at Harsina, I didn't accept the Torah, I wasn't at Arvos Moav, I didn't accept the curses. No, you're part of Klal Yisrael. There's no such thing as I'm part of Klal Yisrael, but I'm not going to involve myself in Scharva Onesh. The answer is, if you're part of Klal Yisrael, you have this, the enormous upside of being part of Klal Yisrael, but you have the downside also. If you violate the Torah, you'll be punished. Okay, that last thing is, he says, The overwhelming desire to do something, believe in your heart, to crush Shri Rut. Okay, so if you wanted to know, what does the word shirut literally means? It means an overwhelming desire to do something. Okay, now, let's go to the very end of this mini-speech of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right, God is warning us, and then God says as follows, in the last pasuk, The hidden things belong to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, However, the public things, This is a significant pasuk in terms of our relationship with Klal Yisrael and our relationship one to the other. Says the Ramban, and he has a very interesting thing to say here. First of all, So first of all, he says, the basic rule is HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of the things that we're unaware of, but we take care of the things that we're aware of. Meaning, 
If God forbid I have a neighbor who's worshiping Avodah Zarah, I can't say to myself, okay, it's his business. You know, he could do what he wants. I have to enforce the law. I have to feel responsible, right? Kol Yisrael Arevim Zebazeh comes to some extent from this makar. We can't be Klal Yisrael if we're allowing people to sin publicly. Now, the Ramban continues, V'da'ati b'derech hapshat, ki hanistarot, what does it mean, nistarot? So nistarot literally means hidden, but the Ramban says, heim ha-chataim ha-nistarim min ha-osim otam. They're not just sins that are hidden from our neighbors that we do in private, they're super shogeg. They're, they're sins that even you and I don't know that we're doing. Which, by the way, is supported by the, the language of our tefillah on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Uh, I'm saying really on Yom Kippur. Where we say, right? We say, What does it mean, says the Raman, that's what it means. I myself don't know that I committed that sin. Right? With respect to Nistaros, we're not going to pay a price. Aval, Haniglot, Shehem Hazidonot, Lanu Ulevanenu Adolam La Asotet Koldirator Azot, Chukatolam. Shekach Kibalnu Ala Sheyeshno Po. We have accepted responsibility for Klal Yisrael. It's not just me. It's not just my family. In this moment, in this bris with our Kaddish Baruch Hu, I've accepted responsibility. We've all accepted responsibility for everyone. But if we're all taking responsibility for each other, obviously we can only take responsibility for those things that we know. But the nistarot that are hidden, we're not responsible for. Okay, good. That's the end of what I would refer to kind of, kind of as the angry part of Nitzavim. Now we go to the encouraging part. All these great things are going to happen and God's going to help us. And then you come to a fascinating pasuk. Pasuk Vav, Perek Lamed. Umal Hashem alokecha et levavcha ve'et levav zarecha, li'ahavot Hashem alokecha b'chol levavcha v'chol nafshecha l'ma'an chayecha. What's umal Hashem alokecha? So literally it means God will remove the foreskin. He'll circumcise my heart. Okay, it's a euphemism. What does it mean? Says the Ramban. If you want to become Tahar, if you want to do tshuva, God will help you. He's promising you. Okay? If you want to do tshuva, God will help you. Says the Ramban, God created man with complete Bechira Chavshis. Now, what does Bechira Chavshis mean? Does it mean I have a Nitiyah toward one side or the other? So the sense you get in the Ramban is no. Bechira Chavshis means 
every single time I have an ethical, a moral, a halachic decision to make, I could choose well or I could choose poorly. That's how it was. Says the Ramban, God created the world with complete free will. Now, free will comes with another concept, and that is scharva onesh. Right? You can't have scharva onesh, says the Ramban here and in many other places. You cannot have scharva onesh if you don't have free will. Right? But if you have Bechir Chavshis, then of course God will reward you for your proper choices and God will punish you for your improper choices. Just as an example, when God hardened Paro's heart, Vayakshah Hashem at Leif Paro in Mitzrayim, so Ramban immediately says, yeah, God took away his Bechir Chavshis. At the same time, God froze his punishment. Meaning, he wasn't punished for anything he did after God suspended his Bechira Chavshis. Because you can't have Scharva Onesh without Bechira Chavshis. That's the general rule. But says the Ramban, it's also a Nevuah of the future. Aval, Limot HaMashiach, Tihiyeh HaBechira Batov Lohem Teva. In the time of Mashiach, says the Ramban, our desire will be to do good. We won't be 50-50. Bechir Echavshis won't mean I could sin or I could do a mitzvah. Says Raman, there our natural inclination will be to do good. Lo halev Right? Whatever it is that each of us does that's bad. Says Raman, we won't have a desire to do it, so we won't do it. Vihi hamilah niskeret kan says the Ramban. That's what the pasuk means. Umal Hashem lokechas vavcha. He's going to change your nature, and your nature will be that of a person who wants to do good all the time. Ki hachemda v'hataava or lalalev because the desire, the je- jealousy, and other evil desires, they're not the lave. They're the orla. They're the covering. They're the thing that God will remove la'atid lavo. Umal halevhu shelo yechmod velo When God circumcises my heart, I'll stop being jealous. I'll stop having desire. V'yashuv ha'adam azman ha'hu la'asher ha'ya kodem cheto shel adam harishon. Right? Then God will make us back to how we were in Gan Eden. Because Adam Rishon did what he was supposed to do naturally. It wasn't that he had a decision to make every time. Adam Harishon was naturally good. Now, the Ramban does not ex- answer here the obvious question, which is, wait, if Adam Harishon was born without a Yetzahara, if Adam HaRishon had no desire to sin, well, how is it that on the first day of creation, Adam HaRishon violated the entirety of God's commandments, which was all of one? Right? Adam HaRishon ate from the forbidden tree. This is a problem. It's a problem in a number of places in the Ramban. 
and I'm not going to suggest an answer. Everybody can think of their own. But what the Ramban says is, when God created man, he created him pure, right? When we got our hearts, we say every morning, Elokai, Nishama Shenatatabi Tahorahi. The heart that God gave me was pure. Okay, something's happened during the course of life that makes it impure, but it was pure. And says the Ramban, before in, in Gan Eden, it was pure. Then it became corrupted. And now, and now it's exactly how I explained it to you. Everything we have to do is a decision. Every decision to do a mitzvah is a positive decision for which we get rewarded. And decisions otherwise are not. And we all know in our own hearts and our own lives, there are times where doing good is easy. And there are times where doing good is less easy. And therefore, we're rewarded and therefore we're punished. Says the Ramban, La'asid lavo, God will remove the Orlat Halev, the Ta'ava, the Yetzahara, and then doing the right thing, doing a good thing, will be natural for us. But the Ramban has to point out the following. I'm at the very end of the Ramban. He says, but la'asid lavo limosa Mashiach, no scharva onesh. Because scharva onesh is dependent on bechira chavshis. And once God takes away our bechira chavshis and it's our nature to do good, we'll no longer be rewarded and we'll, lo- we'll no longer be punished. Okay, that's why the pressure's on us to succeed ba'olam hazeh. Because la'olam habab, wherever we're up to, that's where we're going to remain forever. Okay, let's go on to a famous topic. We'll do it briefly because I don't want to run out of time. The Torah says, Ki ha mitzvah hayom lo This mitzvah which I'm commanding you today is not far away from you and is not difficult. What's the mitzvah? So there's a major machlokas harishonim. Is there a mitzvah to do tshuva or not? Right? It's, it's interesting we don't have that much time to deal with it, but the question is as follows. Is there a mitzvah to do tshuva means, let's say in the middle of Friday night, I get up in the middle of the night and I, I, God, I go to the bathroom and God forbid I shut off the light on my way out. Okay, that's chil Shabbos b'shogeg. I'm chay v'chatas. I have to do, so now, if there's a mitzvah to do tshuva, on the one hand, if I do tshuva, I'm makayim a mitzvah. On the other hand, if I don't do tshuva, it's like a double word score, right? I did something bad on Shabbos and I did something bad after in that I didn't do tshuva for the mitzvah, right? The other possibility is, no, no, there's no mitzvah of tshuva. There's a gift. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us I can fix things if I do tshuva. I'm not obligated to do tshuva. There's no mitzvah to do tshuva. But if I did something wrong and I do tshuva, I can fix it. So says the Ramban. The Ramban who holds that there is a mitzvah to do tshuva, with a bit of a hesitation. Says the Ramban, V'tam ki mitzvah hazot al kol Torah kula. I have to keep the whole Torah, and then the Ramban says, nah, I don't think so. V'hanachon ki al kol Torah yomar kol ha-mitzvah shanochim mitzvah hayom. It wouldn't say ki ha-mitzvah, it would say kol ha-mitzvah. Aval ha-mitzvah hazot al ha-tishuvah ha-nizkeret. 
Now, when the Torah says, Ki HaMitzvah Azot, the Torah means the mitzvah of tshuva. Ki V'hashevotah Levavecha, or V'shavtah Hashem Lokecha, mitzvah sheyitzaveh otanu la'asot kein. Right? There is a mitzvah of doing tshuva, v'namra b'lashon ha-beinoni. Why is it written, b'lashon beinoni? I'll explain in a second. L'irmoz b'havtacha ki atid ha-davar lihiyot kein. Says the Ramban, it never really says specifically or definitively there's a mitzvah. It says, Lo ba'ashamayim hi le'mo'am mi'alelo ha'ashamayim yukachel lo v'lo me'ber la'yam hi le'mo'am mi'avrolon o'lebar ha'yam. Right? Ki karov e'lecha ha-davar mo'od b'fichol v'vavcha la'asoto. So it says the Ramban, it's true. The Lashon of the Torah is not the Lashon of an imperative because it's also a Nevuah. It's also a prophecy. It's also something that's going to happen in the future. God says, this mitzvah you're going to do, which is as encouraging as it gets. But says the Ramban definitively, it is a mitzvah even though it's written in a way that makes it seem like something less than a mitzvah. Okay. That's enough, Ramban. So, Vayelech, let's just very quick, I'm sorry for, for Nitzavim. Let's very quickly turn to Vayelech and a famous pasuk in Vayelech. So, this says the parsh at the beginning. Vayelech, Moshe, Vayidabert, Hadivarim, Oelel, Kol Yisrael. Vayomor, Alehem, Ben, Meyave, Esrim, Shana, Nochi, Ayom, Lo, Uchal, Od, Lotzeit, Volavo, Vadonoi, Omar, Eli, Lo, Tabar, Tayardein, Azeh. And the question is, is that one thing or is that two things? On the one hand, I'm 120 years old today, and it's important to point out, Vayelech ha'azinu zot ha'bracha, for the Ramban, this is the last day of Moshe's life. This is Zayin Adar, and everything that we're reading is the very last day of Moshe's life. Okay? So what's going on here? Is it that he's 120, or is it, Vashem omar elai lo tavar I don't have permission to do it. So the Ramban takes an in-between position. It's interesting. He says, So it says the Ramban, Moshe Rabbein is like a white lie. First thing he says is, I'm 120. That makes me very, very old. That makes me less useful to you. Now, is that true or not? The Ramban hints to the fact that it's not true. But Moshe Rabbein is trying to make the Jewish people feel better. Va'od. And also, God won't let me go to Eretz Yisrael. Don't be worried. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu is aware that on some level, Klal Yisrael see him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu together. He's obviously not a God, he's a human being. And the fact that he's about to die proves it. But still, Moshe is afraid that they're going to be worried. Is God going to complete his word and take them into Eretz Yisrael if Moshe is not there? And says Moshe, yes, the Shekhinah is not leaving you. Yehoshua, hu ha'over lifnechem bimkomi. Yehoshua is going to take you there. Yehoshua is going to take my place. Okay? Now, says the Ramban, this is the point. Va'af al-pi Moshe Rabbeinu hayabitakfo ubi briuto kasher he'ida katuv lo kahata enov lo naslecho. Right, it wasn't 100% true. Moshe Rabbeinu at 120 did not have any weakness, did not show any age. But he was 120. And so he used that to explain to Klal Yisrael, it's true, HaKadosh Baruch is not letting me go into Eretz Yisrael. But you don't really need me. I'm an old man. I, I don't have the abilities that I used to have. 
he implies, even though he does. But you have Yoshua, and all of Vayelech is really convincing them that Yoshua can do it. Until you come to the very end, um, until you come to the very end of Vayelech, which is when God says in Pasuk Chof Dalid, we, we probably don't have time to do this, Vahiki Chalos Moshe Lichtovet Tibra Torah Zot Al Sefer Adumam. And it happened that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote down the, the whole Torah until the end. Wait, but Hazinu didn't happen yet, and Zotabracha didn't happen yet. How did Moshe do that? And worse than that, previously in Pasuk Ted of Perak Laman Alf, it says, Vahiktov Moshe Torah Zot. So very briefly, because we're not going to have time, the Ramban says, it's true, in, in Pasuk Tet, Moshe said to the Levim, take the Sefer Torah. But he didn't tell him where to put it. Here it has, Now you're going to take the Sefer Torah, put it in the Aron next to the Luchos. You're never going to take it out. You're never going to scratch something out of the Torah. You're never going to add something to the Torah. If you read the very last Ramban, you'll see he lays out how he thinks it was that the Torah was given. He quotes the Ibn Ezra where he says that Ha'azinu was written. I'm sorry, that Zos HaBracha was really brachos that Moshe gave to the Shvatim separate and apart before or during Parshas Vayelach, but certainly before Ha'azinu. Okay, the Ramban thinks that's not true. The Ramban thinks all the Torahs in order, Yesh Mukdam Muchar Torah, and he explains how that works. You can read it inside. We're out of time for this week. Thanks so much. Shabbat Shalom. See you next week. 